folks, welcome back to the Deep Fried Podcast, Chapter 9 this week. Uh, bringing back some of the same familiar characters. Matthew Boomershine's back with us again this week. Boomer, how you feeling? I, I'm feeling, feeling like doing a little bit better than last year. Pretty uh, pretty shitty week all around last, last week. Last year, last week, you know, whatever. Collier Gullhorn's also back with us. <laughs> Green jacket, who gives a damn? All right, fair enough. Collier, how you feeling, man? I'm pretty, pretty saucy. Alright, well, uh, last week was pretty rough, especially for me, 6-12 and 12 for me, awful. Holy shit! Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Fucking <laughs> awful, fucking awful. Three weeks in a row I've had down, so I have done something, and we're going to get to what I'm going to be doing to remedy this right here in a minute. Yes, you're going against what you think. The you going to rehab? No, quite the opposite. We'll, fi- we'll figure this out here in a second, don't worry. But... We're, we're going to get back on track this week. Boomer went 8-9. Uh, Collier went 9-8. and eight. So, uh... Let's fucking go, baby! Nobody had a great week. Let's get out of here with that. Like, we're having great weeks well, over I here. I didn't lose anybody money like y'all did. No, but uh, <laughs> you broke everybody about even. So, uh, fuck it. Let's just get into it. You know what we're starting off with this week? We've been back and forth on, um... You know, how, how we switch up the podcast. The, uh... The order... This week we're bringing in our good friend, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, first thing. Do you understand me? Woo! That's right, folks. We're starting you off with locks because we're just going to keep on rolling from these locks. So, Boomer, I got a question for you. Who is your Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week for Chapter 9, Week 9, or Week 8 of the NFL? Who you got? The rumbling, bumbling, stumbling Raiders. (laughs) Up the Jets this weekend. Ain't even be close. At home, and they're getting three points. They should be giving six. Wait, they're at home getting three? Hell yeah, dude. It's the Raiders, dog. Cool. Man, the Raiders looked damn good last week. That Amari Cooper, though. He's good, yeah. man. He's good. He had, I mean, he was on some skates that one time. Derek Carr? Looks like the damn next second coming to Peyton Manning. Shit, fire, man. That's a little bit of a, you know, a little much. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to win you some money this weekend. That's for damn sure. All right. I like it. Collier, let's hear what your Stone Cold Steve Austin like of the week is. All right, all right, all right. Well, Remember last week, me and Stone Cold having a couple beers, talking about good times at the back, and he told me about Arkansas winning, and he told me exactly what was going to happen. I wasn't going to give it away at the time. He told me four overtimes, Arkansas is going to win, covering the spread by eight, and God, I mean, he, I mean, was he right or was he right? He was right. Collier, that was the luckiest piece of shit, which I expect less from you. You got a damn rat's foot coming out of your butthole, but I mean, shit, come on. That Alabama game was pretty good too, though. No, it was that game was never in doubt either. Ah, come on now, don't lie to the audience. Uh, I'm just, I'm just telling her how it is. All right, so I've got Michigan at Minnesota. You son this, of a bitch. Might, this might shock a couple people because, you know, we want to give the sympathy vote to Minnesota. But F them, man. They just lost their leader, Jerry Kill, this week to, like, some health issues. And I'm taking Michigan minus 13.5. 
They're going to shut Minnesota the fuck down. You're getting 14 right there. I'm giving it to you. Let me tell you why. All right, like I said, I've had some struggles the past couple weeks. Uh, the past three weeks have not been very pretty after a very, very good start. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's to expect with gambling. You're not going to have winning weekends every single weekend. you got to get those losing weekends out of the way. But we're going to exercise a few demons here tonight on the Deep Fried Podcast. And in honor of Stone Cold Steve Austin, what I'm going to do real quick is chug this nice Miller High Life on the air for you folks Woo! to exercise the demons of what happened to me the past three weeks. Once I chug a spirit, it's going to freshen my gambling ways. I'm going to be a damn winner. After this, because no, this is what, be about I, bet after a, I bet you can't show that in 20 seconds. 20 seconds, I'm gonna do it under 10. Five seconds. Well, if I pour in a cup, <laughs> I can do it in under five. But Stop babysitting and just do it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, this for you. I bet you're pouring it in the damn sink. You are, you are pulling it in the damn sink or up your butthole. <sighs> are you uh, butt chugging? Damn, that felt good, folks. Felt really good. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, like of the week. Minnesota, plus 14 against Michigan. Collier's pick, be damn. Jerry Kill, be damn. Get well soon, my man. But your interim coach, I don't even know who it is. He's going to come in this week, and he's going to get the Minnesota Golden Gophers. He's going to keep it close. I don't know if he's going to get him a win, but he's going to keep it close. Plus 14 against the Michigan Wolverines, they're still reeling a little bit from that loss against Michigan State. Oh. I like the Golden Gophers. Dare, dare I point. say both you guys are pulling the kill switch? <laughs> we are. We are pulling the kill switch. How the man. hell do you go against somebody in a goddamn lock of the week? <laughs> hey, you know, that's what happens. That's what you happens when you pick shitty games. I just chugged a whole – I mean, I'm giving you a chance if you want to change it, Carter. I'm not changing my pick. I had this pick locked like five weeks ago. <laughs> weeks ago. All right, then. Well, there you have it, folks. There's our three Stone Cold Steve Austin likes of the week. Uh, well, one is, is going to be wrong. It's going to be Collier. Just go ahead and give that uh, foresight for you. Highly so, doubt. So, uh, you know, since we got those out of the way, let's just go ahead and get to the vault. Uh, Boomer, who are your five favorite games this weekend? All right, running through them real quick. Idaho, New Mexico State, over 66. I don't know. They both suck. Take it. Texas Tech, plus three. I like the points. I think Oklahoma State sucks. Take it. Kansas, plus 38 and a half. They have screwed me over multiple times this year because I have underestimated how shitty they are. Nevertheless, take the points against the Sooners. Giants, plus three versus the Saints. Giants undervalued, Saints overvalued after the last couple of weeks. I think that uh, this game should definitely be closer to a pick then, last but not least, hold your nose. You're probably going to throw up a little bit before you lock this bet in, but you should. Bears minus one and a half versus the Minnesota Vikings. Gross. That's actually not a bad one. They've been playing better. All right, fair enough. Collier, what's your ball looking like this week? All right, all right, let's start off. First of all, I'd like to apologize to everybody for picking Miami against Clemson last week. Same. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> If you'd have told me that I could have 50 points in that game, I would have bet everything I owned. <laughs> Even one of my, uh, I don't know if I want to say it on the air. No, nah, go ahead. The viewers deserve to know. 
one of my left nuts. Woo! That's a good one, though, man. You sure you're willing to put it on the table? I have two left nuts, so I still have a right nut left. Gotcha. So they don't call him, hey, they don't call him tall boy for nothing. <laughs> All right, let's get this bad boy going. I would have taken UNC, but, uh, you know, it's too late to do that. I would have taken Pitt. You would have been wrong. Well, we'll see I here. Taken, uh, I would have taken under seven for the first quarter. You would have been wrong. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going Clemson at NC State. I'm taking the Clemson Tigers minus 10.5 because I feel like I should hop on the bandwagon while I can, right? Um, Sean Watson's going ham on that defense. NC State's best wins against South Alabama. They killed him, though. South Alabama, dog. All right. The and Jags I'm, are doing good this year, man. I'm also on that Texas Tech bandwagon against Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State's QB, the last two away games, his stats are one touchdown and five interceptions. Undefeated. I know that uh, Texas Tech's defense sucks, but Oklahoma State sucks worse. And then I'm taking Tennessee at Kentucky. Balls, minus 8.5. I saw a lot. I liked the Tennessee team this last weekend, and I saw a lot I didn't like in that Kentucky team. So I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Um, Atlanta versus Tampa Bay, over 49. Two teams that can score and uh, not very good defenses. And then, unbelievably... I'm taking Texas at Iowa State. Texas minus 5.5. Can't believe I'm doing it, but Charlie Strong is bringing that team back from the brink. Okay. A couple solid picks in there. I like it. So, uh, let me run through mine real quick. I know we discussed that Clemson-Miami game. It was awful. Atrocious, terrible. Al Golden deserved to be fired. Miami looked like absolute dog shit. So, I'm taking them this week against Duke. Miami plus 11 <laughs> on the road at Duke. Uh, Duke Jesus. Miami is not at a place where they can lose by 58 to Clemson and turn around and lose by at least 11 to Duke. Uh, Miami's caliber of athlete is a guy that gives up immediately if the season's over. No, uh, no, they give up after the Florida State game. If they lose that game, the season's over. They got a new coach in there. He's going to get them uh, amped up. They're going to they're play for this guy. Miami, plus 11. Next game, fading Boomer a little bit. Vikings, plus one and a half. I like him against the Bears. Next game, uh, rolling with Boomer on this one. The Giants, plus three in New Orleans. A little bit of a homecoming for Odell Beckham Jr. and Eli Manning. They'll show out. Odell Beckham Jr. is fully healthy. I like the Giants to get the win by at least a touchdown on the road in the Superdome. Hold up. I think y'all are underrating NOLA during freaking Halloween. (sighs) Yeah, but it's the day after Halloween. I know, but it's gonna be pretty scary down there, man. Nah, Halloween will be goblins running around. Halloween will be over. Goblins playing on the football field on Sunday. Yeah. All right, cool. Halloween will be over. Give me the Giants. Uh, Next, Air Force minus seven against Hawaii. Uh, If you've learned one thing on this podcast, this is that I'm fading Hawaii every chance I get. Air Force minus seven, and finally, South Carolina. Go on and raise up. Because you're going to keep it within the number at College Station. Give me South Carolina plus 17 on Saturday to, to save it in the number. Uh, who's A&M going to start at QB? That's the question. South Carolina doesn't care. They're still going to keep it within 17. 
Kari, they can start you at QB and beat the dog shit out of South Carolina. We'll see. We'll see. Look, we beat the sh- we, I mean, we would absolutely crush somebody. With me under the helm, we'd run the ball all the damn time. Yeah, you'd be perfect for Alabama. It'd be a great time. All right, so those are our vaults, our Stone Cold Steve Austin likes of the week. we got a new feature coming at you this week. Let's hit it, folks. Time for our new feature, the underdog of the week. But you won't hear from the messenger Though I don't know about something that you don't understand You got no fear of the underdog That's why you will not survive Right? Collier, who's your favorite underdog of the week? Week 9 or week 8, the NFL or college football, depending. Who's your favorite underdog? Uh... So let's come up in line with this Albertville Gunnersville game. What are we thinking? Uh, Gunnersville minus sixteen and a half. I'm buying a point five, and I'm taking Albertville minus seventeen. Plus seventeen as the underdog of the week. Okay, <laughs> plus seventeen, you dumbass. Goddamn, dude! Come on, man. <laughs> 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 yes, of course I'm taking that. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I was thinking Boomer, who's Plus your favorite underdog this week? Well, considering that I'm glutton for punishment uh, I'm going to go to the Cleveland Browns again Because they uh, they haven't lost me enough money yet What's uh, what's that looking like? Uh, Browns plus five, I believe Okay, the plus five is a weird number That's two weeks in a row for them Yep Alright, so I went back and forth on this I was going to actually give you a game that I had already picked but that wouldn't seem right, so I'm going to have to give you a new underdog. And that underdog is going to have to be, man, I've gone back and forth. Uh, I just don't know. I think it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers plus eight. Not going to bet on it. I'm sick and tired of betting on it, but they go back and forth week to week. Uh, they might look a little better with the extra rest this week, so I'm going to go with the 49ers plus eight, plus nine, depending on what it is. What uh, is that noise? What noise? <laughs> what are you doing over there, dude? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll have to see what that noise really is. All right. So let's get to some of our scheduled games for this weekend. Uh, we are currently recording at 635 Central, 735 uh, Eastern. So... We're probably going to be able to get to you the NFL game. We'll have this posted before that. Um, but college, we've missed the early slate. Second game, the late night game, Oregon plus two and a half at Arizona. Collier, who you like in this one? I love the Ducks. Vernon Adams back healthy. Arizona State has been up and down this year. I don't like them at all. I think like Oregon's going to score enough points to cover the spread. All right, I like it. Well, hell, they don't have to cover spread. All I have to do is win. <laughs> yeah, you're so used to saying that uh, Oregon. I'm on the struggle spread. bus right now. I mean, I I'm going with uh, I'm going with Arizona State, laying the two and a half. I think Arizona State's a a damn good football team. I mean, obviously, I've been super high on UCLA. They went into UCLA and beat them by a substantial margin. Oregon is just not good. They started out overrated. I think they're still a little bit overrated wearing off on them. I think after they lose this game, then they'll start being a real underdog for the rest of the year. But give me give me Arizona State. 
I'm fading you there. Uh, give me Oregon in this. Um, I do think Vernon Adams healthy makes a big difference. And so I'm rolling with the Ducks Thursday night on the road. All right. Next, let's, uh, several options for you tomorrow night, Friday evening. So let's just get to it. Who's your favorite game tomorrow night, Friday evening, Boomer? Who you like? Ah, uh, going with the uh, going with the Huskies. I got uh, one of my buddies. Always talks him up. He used to play there a couple of years ago, and ECU won me a lot of money last week by losing. So uh, I'm gonna try it out again this week and uh, hit up the uh, the Huskies. UConn Huskies. Okay. What's that? Plus seven. Plus seven, my man. All right. That's a, a viable option. I'm rolling in a different direction taking the rice owls for the second week in a row it didn't work out for me last week i'm giving them one more shot i'm taking rice plus 13 against louisiana tech on thursday night, or friday night collier who's your favorite friday night game where's rice based at up uh texas texas I know. I know but like the city um japan highly doubtful okay china japan texas china texas china texas so you're telling me. I know I like mine best fried. God. All right. I'm going oppo, boomer. I'm riding the ECU Pirates. Jam- John Wayne style. Minus 7.5. Okay. Interesting. Some Friday night interesting games there. Uh, we'll see if any of them come to fruition. So next, da, 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 the matchup on the Plains. 11 o'clock kick, second in a row for Auburn. It's got to be rough, man. Got to be rough. Boomer, we'll just start with you. Ole Miss minus seven and a half at Auburn. Who you like? Well, Auburn sucks this year. And I uh, thought last week uh, it was going to be a solid spot for Auburn to get the win. And should have had it, but couldn't pull it out. Another 11 o'clock. Seems like the SEC Network loves, uh, loves that primetime slot for Auburn this year. I think that uh, I think Ole Miss, you know, playing that early to come into Auburn, pretty much the last winnable game for Auburn coming at home. So the fans are going to be giving it all they got out there at that 11 a.m. kickoff underneath the lights of the sun. And uh, I think uh, I think Auburn can cover that number. I think hopefully it's a hopefully it's a field goal game. So you're taking Auburn plus seven and a half at home. Hell, they got to cover at some point this year. That's true. All right, Collier, who you liking? Boomer, you going to that game? Yep. I'll be down there. Uh, what a Front row, just hammered drunk. At Disgusting. 11 o'clock? Yeah, dude, there's a thing called screwdrivers. You better be drinking more than that. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Uh, Auburn's playing a lot better. I was kind of hoped they would just go downhill but uh, they've actually gone uphill when Sean White started playing uh, the only bright spot is that dude coming in he actually looks like a damn quarterback well hell dude they've been throwing the ball better the receivers caught the ball last week they could have easily won and uh, the Wildcat seems to work uh, Ole Miss defense is a lot better than Arkansas and Kentucky's though Can and, uh, this week though right what Kim Dishy playing this week? Yeah, he's back. He is. All right, cool. We'll hurt him again. That's what Auburn does best. And they're dirty as shit. We all know that. 
Carl Loss is back. This is like the return of every player on earth. Treadwell. Yeah, but how healthy is, kinda, is Lawson? Well, Treadwell is he still remembers that broken leg play last year. It was probably the craziest play that happened last year that nobody remembers. Um I'm taking Ole Miss minus seven point five. Yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss as well. Uh there's a lot better football team than Auburn. And I think they win by at least ten on Saturday to prove that. So Ole Miss minus seven and a half. Next scheduled game, USC minus six at Cal on a shitty day of football. This could be our best game. Um, USC coming off a big win against Utah. Y'all got that one right last week. I lost. Uh, I know that was kind of a sucker spot, but I still thought Utah was a better team. They'd get the job done. But I'm fading USC again this week. I'm taking Cal. Golden Bears plus six to uh, get the outright win at home. Boomer, who you rolling with? Yeah, after, I mean, something was screwy about last week. I, I Hell, I didn't know what it was. But this week, I think USC is back to being a little bit overvalued. Um <sighs> I want to go with them. I wish this, this was a pick em game, which is what I feel like it should be. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with USC again. It's got a little bit of that Ed Orgeron feel to it, and I think they I think they kind of hit their stride, and they're going to start rolling again with it. Okay. Collier, who do you like here? Yeah, I'm on USC, too. Talent-wise, they just overwhelmed California. Golf was pretty good at the beginning of the season, but the two best defenses he's played, Utah, UCLA, he's looked absolutely awful. And yeah. USC is better than both of those defenses. I just don't think he's going to have a lot of success. So oh, yeah. USC's uh, defensive players will be playing on Sundays is the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Jared Goff might be playing on Sundays as a top five pick, though, so that's why I like Cal on this one. All right. World's largest outdoor cocktail party, my friends. I'm still calling it. I don't give a shit what you say about it, NCAA. Georgia. Plus three versus Florida. If you could have got this number before the season, you would have jumped for joy. But that's what happens when you play the game. So, Georgia, plus three at Florida or versus Florida. Collier, who you like? I like the dogs and a close one. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like Mark Rick is, has something to prove. Coach Mack doesn't have anything to prove. Uh, I don't know. He's got revenge on his mind after last year. He should have won that game. There's a lot of fans talking about his being on the hot seat. Maybe he's going to Miami. He comes out with a solid game plan, and they win a close one. Boomer? Yep, I agree. This one kind of has this, a little bit of the same feel as uh, as last week's USC game. Doesn't it feel like Florida should be a 10-point favorite right now? I mean, yeah. Florida clearly looks like the better football team, but – Rick, he always loses the big one, a la the Alabama game this year, but he always seems to pull out the games where he's about to be fired on, mm-hmm. just like this game. He has to win this game to get everybody to calm down on the whole firing talks and all the other stuff. And the numbers for these two teams are, are fairly similar. And, you know, Treon Harris coming in, he's, he's a pretty good quarterback, but I think that uh, Grayson Lambert – is okay. Obviously, he didn't prove that against Alabama, but Georgia and Florida have pretty much the same caliber of athletes on both sides, and I, I think I like I like Georgia to win the game. You ready for this? Georgia, big. Oh wow! Georgia by two scores at least. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not. I haven't bought into Florida. I know that they have looked better and better, and they went to LSU and competed, but 
I ain't Boomer hit a nail on the head with this one. You know, Rick, he wins those games that uh, he wins those games. It saves his job. And this is going to be one of those Georgia. This was going to be my lock of the week. I don't love picking games that we already um, mm-hmm. are picking as lock of the week. But Georgia plus three, one of my favorite plays of the week. All right, so let's go to where game day is and what many are calling the biggest game of the weekend, and it just shows you how pathetic and how shitty this weekend truly is. Notre Dame, minus 11 at undefeated Temple. Some are calling this the biggest game in Temple's history, and I'm telling you what, you can have them. You can have them and every single point they're getting because Notre Dame is a hell of a lot better football team than Temple is. And I don't think this is going to be close. 11 doesn't scare me at all. I don't know that 17 would scare me in this. I'm taking Notre Dame minus 11 on the road. And, I mean, you can't call that a hostile environment. It's in Philadelphia. They'll have just as many fans there as Temple will. So, Notre Dame minus 11. Boomer? Yeah, couldn't agree more. Temple, although they have made me a lot of money this year, and I've been on their bandwagon, I think it stops here. For obvious reasons, Temple just doesn't have the caliber of athlete that Notre Dame ends up getting. Their defense is ranked 10th in the country, which is why I think that I think Temple will keep it close in the first couple of quarters. But I mean, Notre Dame's just got going to have too much for them for the whole game. I mean, Tim, who's Temple beat? A, a shitty Penn State team, right? So, and Notre Dame should have beat Clemson in my mind. I, and Clemson is, is a top four team right now to go into the playoff. Hey, Notre Dame's a real deal, and I like I like them to pull away about halfway through the third quarter. Collier? Yeah, I agree. Notre Dame's a scary team, especially for uh, playoffs. I feel like they can get Playoffs? And uh, the thing with Temple is they've been outgained by, like, every opponent they've played. They were outgained by 100 yards against Charlotte. That's not good. So, you're telling me that they're going to get lucky again against the Irish? I don't think so. I think I think Notre Dame wins this game by, like, 20 points. Yeah. I, good, I think, good defense, bad offense, and they're no Boston College. Nah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see this one, like, 35 to 10 or something. All right. Final game on our scheduled Saturday slate. Stanford minus 11 at Washington State. Nightcap. A lot of people wanted a game day to go there to pay uh, – Pay tribute to the Washington State allegiance, the flag that has been flying at every game day since like 1998, whatever it was, when they started going on the road. But they didn't. They went to Temple instead. So Stanford minus 11 at Washington State. Boomer, are you liking this? I like Wazoo in the points. 12 points is a lot. It it feels like more of a 9-10 point kind of uh, spread going into it. You know, Washington, they're sneaky – Good. They beat Oregon in overtime. They beat Arizona. They they kept it relatively close to Cal. And I mean, this is their first big game. Also, it's at home. And never been to a Washington State game, but from what I've heard, uh, apparently they're pretty crazy up there. Probably like a weird kind of crazy. Like you don't know what they're doing. Like is this guy like got a gun on him or like is he just so? I mean, like sober crazy people. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't trust a sober crazy person because that person's insane. Yeah, those so, are the craziest people. Yeah, so, I mean, Stanford, I think they're a little overvalued again. They they kind of always have that one game where they win, and then they, they kind of get put back up on the pedestal. They'll probably win the game, but I think it'll be relatively close, maybe a touchdown game. All right, Collier? I'm taking Wazoo. I don't think the game will be close, but I do think 
Wazoo scores some points in the fourth quarter and closes the gap and covers the spread. Well, I'm just still working on that signature win, too. Yeah, what we're about to have right here is what we like to call a triple trifecta. Because we're about to have three times, three games in a row where we're all three on the same team. Because I'm taking Washington State here as well. Um, they, they're they up and coming. Uh, Leach has has done a number. It took him a while, but he looks like he's finally got some pieces in place that he likes to play with. Washington State to keep it within a touchdown at home. So I like them. All right, so that covers all our college football games. So we got to hurry and get this one in so I can get this posted so people don't think we're lying about this. Dolphins plus eight and a half at New England, Thursday night football. Uh, this one tips off in, or kicks off in a little less than an hour. Boomer, Dolphins, Patriots, who you like? Dude, my – my heart wants to go with the Dolphins because I am definitely a contrarian, but the damn Patriots are so good. They could they could have easily covered that game last week. They can cover any game. Tom Brady had the majority of the rushing yards last week, and he threw the ball, what, 52 times? They can win however they want to. It just depends on if they want to exert enough effort in this game. It's a Thursday night game. They're kind of weird, but they are playing in Foxborough. Give me uh, give me the Patriots and the points. I agree. I, I agree they can cover any game they want to, but they don't. For some reason, they've yet no, – they just don't close the door on opponents this year. Um, and I'm taking that open door. I love the Patriots, but uh, – most weeks I'm taking them as only less than a 10-point favorite, but I like the Dolphins to keep it within. Dan Campbell, I'll tell you what, he's uh, he's got the team fighting since he took over, so I'm going to take the Dolphins plus 8.5. Carter, who you like here? Fins up, baby. I like the Dolphins, and uh, ever since they are fired that soft-ass coach, they've been playing a lot better. Yeah, all right, so two um, on the Dolphins, one on the Pats. All right, next game, uh, very intriguing. Undefeated Cincinnati goes into Pittsburgh. Uh, this game I've seen at one point, and I've seen it a pick. So we're going to go with a pick. Uh, Boomer, or actually we'll start with Kari this time. Kari, who you like here, Bengals or the Steelers in a pick? Is it confirmed Big Ben's back? No. I would have to say he is if Vegas is offering this up as a pick. They know something we don't. It's not confirmed. They know something we don't. They usually do. Jeez, this is such a sketchy pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Steel Curtain. I'm going Steelers, and uh, I'm thinking Big Ben returns. They're going to probably throw up maybe, what he say, 50 times? If he's healthy. And uh, I don't know. Andy Dalton's number one rated quarterback in fantasy right now, and I don't think he's number one rated quarterback. So he has a down game, and the Steelers pulling out. Call, uh, Boomer? Yeah, I think this is uh, the next undefeated team to go down. Give me the Steelers. Roethlisberger probably is coming back. If he doesn't come back, then it's going to end up being the Bengals by four. So I would definitely wait until right before game time if you're going to gamble on this game. But obviously, if Roethlisberger's playing, it takes it down to Pitt plus one. Take that. If not, don't gamble on the game. Damn, this makes the fourth game we're all on the same side here. Uh I kind of want to waver on that just because of it, but uh, I like the Steelers too much. That's my Super Bowl team. I don't know. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm going with the Bengals coming off a bye here uh, to get one more win. 
And then they're uh, well, still a perfect spot for the Bengals to lose that first yeah. game here. Yeah, well, they're coming off a bye, so I'm going to take Cincinnati in this one. All right, next game, Carrier's Delight. Packers minus three at Denver. Uh, Carrier, we'll let you start this one off. Obviously taking Packers because I'm a homer. But, honestly, uh, it's, it's a good matchup for the Packers because we've had a lot of players get hurt this year. Devonta Adams coming back. Eddie Lacy hopefully lost some weight in the bye week. He's nah, they, they like McDonald's too much. He's fat as hell. He's not as good this year. Uh, oh, trust me, I know. He's coming back. We got two offensive linemen that's been banged up coming back. And I honestly just do not trust Peyton Manning against a really good team. Um, his defense has kept him in every – his defense has won every game. Let's put it that way. Uh, so I'm taking Packers minus three. Yep, Packers minus three. Love it. They're going to win by a touchdown. Boomer. So if the line was at Packers minus two and a half, which is how it started in the week, and then people jumped all over it, it is going to end up going up to three and a half. So – I'd wait for it, take the Broncos. Peyton Manning, he's going to get his stride back. I mean, he's he's played too bad the past couple of games. He's getting pissed at himself. He's trying to – he's got he knows he's got something to prove this game, just like every great legend does. He, he's like he, – he's got to get his head back into it. He's got to actually exert more of an effort than he wants to. And I think that Denver's defense is good enough to hold Aaron Rodgers at bay. Um and so, so give me the Broncos. All right. All right. Dude, it's not about his head. It's about his neck and his, his arm. His Frankenstein arm. He can't give 100%. He can't give 80% every game. But in games like this is when he exerts the energy to do it. Yeah, we'll see. I still like the Packers. All right, final game. Mon- no, this is Sunday night, all right? Mm-hmm. No, this is the Monday night Colts game. Yeah, what's the Sunday night game this week? Packers, Broncos, duh. I thought that was a late afternoon game. Okay. I have failed it. I have Prime failed time, it. baby! I'll let you read a fucking book, dude. I failed the audience once again. I'm a terrible human. Ever since you drank that beer, you drunk as hell. No, I've, uh... <laughs> All these shitty-ass picks. Yeah. One, goddamn one beer queer over here. All right, well. <laughs> let me tell you about this one beer queer. He's going to be taking the... Indianapolis Colts plus seven and a half on Monday night. That's a damn near lock right there. The Panthers, their time's coming, man. It's coming. They're not good. They're not an undefeated team. I think that ends this weekend. I'd take the money line if you're feeling frisky about it. But either way, I like the Colts plus seven and a half Monday night. Collier, who you like? Uh, I like the Colts, too, because that point five is a big thing. Plus 7.5. It was plus seven. I'd probably pick the Panthers because they're probably going to win by a touchdown. All right, Boomer. Yeah, cold seven and a half to me points. Damn. All right, so there's a lot, a lot of agreeing this weekend, which it's could weird be a good because thing. I sent my picks to both of you guys thirty minutes beforehand. No, no, no. We disagreed on the stone cold lock. <laughs> That's true. That's the damn contrarian if I've ever heard of one. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this posted. Uh, so uh, we can have them before tonight's games. Uh, any closing comments, Collier? No, not really. Just you know. Hope y'all have a good weekend. You uh, get some good ladies. Uh, you know, it's always good to get some good ladies on the weekend. Yeah, Boomer. Are you talking to us right now? 
No, I'm talking to the listeners. We got some steadies, man. Yeah, you got to talk to the listeners. That was, uh, that was very sultry right there, Collier. I feel like uh, I feel like you were really pulling for the, these guys. All right, I man. am. Who's, and uh, I'm pulling for the ladies to get ladies. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Take it to a different level right there. Yeah. Boomer, what's your closing comments? Ah, just, uh, just God bless out there. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, perfectly acceptable Halloween costume. Showing up to a party claiming you're drunk, or well, showing up to a party drunk and claiming you're Steve Sarkeesian is a perfectly acceptable Halloween costume, and I'll leave you on that. Have a good one, folks. Tune in back next week and let your friends know all about us. Dude, I think you are.